There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a science here to make things make sense. Today, we're talking about brain fog, what it is, what you can do about it, how it's related to COVID-19, as well as depersonalization and what happens to your body during derealization. Spooky. Whoa, those are such big <laughs> words. Hot. I know. I didn't really know what those words meant until I did this research, but I'm excited to talk about it. Because, <laughs> I still don't because that's not <laughs> it's my blah, blah. research. Um, how's it going? Good. How is thine? Thine is greatest. No, what? I could not think of a single other word that sounds. Ooh, ancient. there's a pep in your step today. Is there? Well, we're so close to holiday. And I, I mean, like, time off. Like, I am really excited for Christmas, but to me, it's just, like, I want time off. Yeah. Um, and so I, today, have finished most everything I need to for this week. I'm on track. I, you know, all weekend was stressed, so worked all weekend. But now I've hit those benchmarks that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do it. Also, you're seeing it. Jesus Christ Superstar oh, tonight. Yeah. And the Matrix reloaded, revolutionized up the yin-yang on Thursday. Yeah, we were invited to... a. a it premiere in Canada of Matrix. I'm obsessed with the Matrix. Um, did not realize it was like an advanced screening. <laughs> Craig just told me the other day, and, and like Keanu Reeves is gonna maybe be there. I don't know if he's zooming in. We'll find out. <laughs> but if they're there, Keanu and what's her name? Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann, thank you. Um, I'm so excited. This is gonna be a great week. Plus, it's Survivor finale this week. Oh my God, life Mitch, is good. <laughs> you need to like really be present. Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, they're going to say Jesus is birth. <laughs> Jesus is birth. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ Superstar, your favorite musical. Survivor, your favorite show finale. <laughs> the Matrix new movie, your favorite movie. Oh, you're right. And I have finished work because my worry was we had all these things fun this week, but I was feeling really overwhelmed and stressed with work that I thought I wouldn't be able to enjoy them because... You know, I want to be able to sit back and go, oh, I don't have to be worried about something else. And I have hit that point. Nice. Amazing. How do you feel? I mean, <laughs> I feel good, too. And I'm going to be there along with you with all of those things. I'm excited to talk about them in the new year. I'm excited for them all. If someone asks me the plot of The Matrix, I'm going to say I have no idea what's going on. Never did. Never will. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Them? Also, don't, don't know that story either. I don't know the story yeah, of Jesus. Yeah, Greg has never. I mean, you've heard me listening to it, but you've never seen it or listened to it. Also, I don't know the story of Jesus. And Survivor. <laughs> I actually don't even get Survivor. They've done weird things this year. Oh, Everyone has God. a weird. So I will be there, but I will be smiling like this. Yeah, like, this is definitely my week. Yeah. And I'm going <laughs> to be I like. I have to explain things to you every 10 freaking seconds. And every time one of them ends, I'm going to go, oh, what? What? <laughs> Oh well, it'll be fun. Okay, I'll let's get into it. it. All right. Oh, what did we learn this week? 
Um, mine's kind of related to today's episode. If you want to go first, or I don't know if you're. Oh okay, yeah, because it'll bring us in with a nice how, little segue or a bridge, if you will. Segue. Picture me on one of those machines rolling <laughs> down the street. So those are insane. I know they're actually insane. I love how they thought they were going to take off, and it was always like, no, they're not. Um, <laughs> it's like, no, it's really cool and great and healthy walking. So. <laughs> I'm reading this book called Brainscapes, you know, end of the year, all the science books come out. It's when I go frantically flip the page, flip the page, read, read, read. And it's really good. Wait, why do you do that at this time of year? Because I start to know, like, you get to understand where the science books landed of, like, the lists. Which are the best. Yeah, like, I've read so many science books (gasps) that sometimes you're, like, boring, but now you get to go, oh, you vouched? Let's go. I thought it was going to be you being like, I have to read more. Like, you have your number you want to hit. No, I already hit my number. Oh, good job. So, uh, yeah, no, this is just icing on the cake where people vouch for good science books. Okay. It's really good. Not done it halfway through. Very interesting. But it's all about mapping your brain and so it's spending a lot of time explaining what a brain map is because obviously in pop science we hear a lot about brain maps and fmris and we use this information all the time in our videos to prove things but it's nice to know really detailed what that means and it is really interesting and we know a lot about the brain but it's also super complex yeah what does that mean (laughs) well it's kind of like okay well here's one example the s1 cortex which has to do with touch yeah um, it's literally like a kind of chunker of the brain on the left and right side. Like when they show what it looks like, you're like, oh, that's just like one of the folds and it goes from the top to the bottom. Hmm. And at the top, they're like, that's where your foot, like literally everything that touches your foot, like neurons all those go. Neurons are there. And then it goes down your leg to your shoulder. And then weirdly, your thumb overlaps with your shoulder. It's like in your brain, the thumb, it switches to your shoulder. And like the reason she explains is like, you're not a perfect line. So there has to be weird things. Mm-hmm. There's so much of the feeling one is your tongue because it has so much. Like, oh, sensory weird. Input. Huh. But what's really interesting is that because our hands and our fingers are so important for feeling, that's a big, big part of that part of your brain. Mm-hmm. And so we are sort of feeling the world fingers first. That's why they're such a big part of your S1 cortex, like in the actual <laughs> map. Fingers first fingers first baby Mm. and so it's if you were to touch two things that like two rods that were close together with your fingers okay horny yeah like literally i have a little rods. if you were to touch two rods with your fingers (laughs) and they were close together your fingers would able be able to be like oh wow that's like an inch apart like they're really close it's a what? or something. An inch apart. Oh, inch apart. Well, okay, not metric. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Let's actually. <laughs> 2.5 no, no, centimeters. No, it's actually way better to say like millimeters apart. Oh, okay. Really close. Your fingers can really tell. <laughs> right. Whereas if you rub that same thing on your back, you would have no idea. You'd think it was a solid object. Like your fingers and the neurons in your hand are better at deciphering like, like the detail. distance and okay, yeah, like because probably way more of there's them? so much more information in your uh, brain okay. because that's what it's needed to survive. And a really cool way that they show is the brain map of like pigs. Like their noses are crazy. They touch everything with their noses. Oh, and cool. they like you know how you see pigs like rub things against their nose. Yeah, and so I love they how said you hit your head when you said nose. <laughs> well, like, no, because like it is kind of weird when that they rub their noses. Pigs are like <laughs> nose first in the world. Like they're just like <laughs> and they rub their noses on everything but they were saying like essentially like if they rubbed fabric over your hands say it was polyester or cotton Mm -hmm. you would be able to kind of tell with your hands yeah and um a pig's nose is kind of through their science 10 times more sensitive so if you ever like rubbed fabric over a pig's nose it would like fully know what it was that's yeah okay wow wow that was not even what i was gonna say the main thing i was gonna say was just like to it's all so weird how 
our visual cortex at the back of our brain, the right side of our vision is on the left and the left side of our vision is on the right yeah. side of the brain. And it's also flipped for horizon. Yeah, not to mention, yeah, I was going to say yeah. it's upside down. Like the things you see, like if you're looking at a horizon line, the sky is at the bottom part of your brain. Mm-hmm. And then the if you're looking at the ocean, the ocean below the like horizon line is the top part of your brain. to flip it for you. Isn't that so weird? It's just yeah. weird. I, and it's weird that like our like retina or the cords that connect to it are like go through a hole and that's why you have a blind spot. Yeah. Like, we're, we're a mess, okay? We're a mess. Yeah. But also no, a beautiful mess. You know? We're such a beautiful mess. <laughs> but I just am like, why is it all like, like the brain's just like, whoopsie doofers, oops, opposite flipped. Yeah. No, that part is weird. I guess it just has to do with how the way like light comes into a lens. And yeah. It's flipped, and it's right? just also evolution. It's just like, it just does what it does. Oh, I had two things to Love say it. about it. It's great I thought book. it was so great interesting. Book. Oh, one. One's personal, two is going to blow everyone's mind. Okay. <laughs> One, I feel that my feet also have, like, sometimes I'm like, I can feel the tiniest crumb touch my foot, even <laughs> wow. through my sock. You know? Well, no. he likes foot stuff. No, I, <laughs> I just mean, like, you put a shoe on, there's a crumb in there, you know. Like, your feet have so many neurons, yeah. too, they have to. Because you do. actually lead foot first, yeah, not right. hand first. Well, according to the book, it's not as much as your hands. Fair. I guess we actually but... use our hands, but we're our hands are often in air. Yeah. Whereas our feet are always touching something. And we have only weirdly recently <laughs> in human evolution decided to wear freaking shoes, which is so weird. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. Like the foot was experiencing the world. I guess they so maybe they can't feel as much. But so you have part number feet. two is I saw someone say this one time. It blew my mind. Picture anything in the room around you. Okay. Even if you've never put it in your mouth, you can imagine what it feels like and what it tastes. Not necessarily what it tastes like, but you know the texture on your tongue as soon as you look at it. This is all horny. (laughs) Is it? Or not? Picture this dick. (laughs) Um, Picture a cock. No, I just meant like, isn't that cool how you're like, even if it's never touched your mouth, you immediately can can have a sensation of what that will feel like in your mouth. And it's probably also because your brain has associated like the way something looks with all the neurons on your tongue. Oh my God, our brains are so amazing. I should probably stop putting so much marijuana in my body and <laughs> absolutely destroying it. God. Um, actually, okay. that relates to our topic today, brain okay. fog, which we'll talk about a little later. <laughs> okay, going into my what did you learn this week? Well, what did I learn this week? Um, basically, it was about Zoom fatigue. You oh God, it? even saying the word Zoom, I'm like, barf Bored. me up to Carolina. I hate video meetings in general like it's so much nicer to be in person okay so they've done this big study now where oh they found out that having a camera on in meetings causes what they now call zoom fatigue yeah as particularly in women um as well as new employees so basically hmm. uh and all sorry and that zoom fatigue leads to reduced performance in those meetings for sure and the (laughs) hypothesis is that you have to constantly evaluate yourself is one thing that you're always getting feedback of how you look and so people who are highly aware of self-presentation are like having to be way more alert you have to like think about constantly how you look you're like constantly looking in the bottom corner to be like do i look cute is my hair a mess like what's going on um Obviously, there's like conversations around if you're in a big meeting and there's all these faces facing you at all times versus a regular meeting where everyone's head goes to just the speaker, right? Yeah. You like have, it seems like your brain is seeing eyes at every moment. Um, 
And the interesting thing about the study is they found that the number of meetings per day and the number of days worked was not associated with fatigue. It was having your camera on. Turn the cameras off, Huns. Like, I can know. we like pass a law or something? Yeah, at this point, because even after the pandemic, it's like changed the working environment where And it's like, why do you need to know where people are? Who cares? As long as they're there and they're talking, even if they're not and talking. meetings in general, studies have found are not that effective. They're mostly yeah. time wasters. Yeah. Like everyone has that joke. Like this meeting could have been an email. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason that tweet has thousands of retweets. <laughs> and that tweet was mine. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I do feel like, like, you know, I was just dragged to hell in a meeting because I'm like, I can't. I'm like, this is, I can't do it. Well, you are particularly ADHD, which is something well, you, you shouldn't should go... throw that around because I have not been tested. Yeah, I'm saying it's something you should go get tested <laughs> for because as your partner and as people around you, Okay. But okay, Might that's fair. Maybe you're saying that. I think it could be a little rude because maybe my brain is like, I don't like meetings. These are so dumb and I hate Zoom meetings. And I can't even sit there. <laughs> and I have to fidget spinner and I have to doodle and I have to draw and I have to do something else because I'm like, this is pointless. This could be an email. <laughs> okay. Also, meetings in general, though, I'm like, I do enjoy them in person more because that's when you can kind of, at least you have the oomph of at, trying to flare up and be, make yeah, the like person around you fun. feel something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like in Zoom meetings, I'm like, oh, I don't care. And it feels so physically static in a Zoom meeting. Like it's harder to move your body without like in a real meeting, you can move around and it doesn't feel weird. But yeah. Like, I feel like in a Zoom meeting, I'm stuck in my chair in a way that's like very confining. I also read a study about how there was an increase in like cosmetic surgeries throughout COVID <laughs> and they just know there was an increase, but they don't know why. And so like in the discussion, it was like, well, A, you have a lot of time to heal at home. Well, like without people but I still was like, there's a risk because it was like in the height of COVID, people would be scared to True. get procedures. But then another theory was everyone was having to look at themselves on Zoom. A fair Like yeah, that people were like for the first up. time constantly like, that's what I look like. <laughs> and I was like, that's so like, that's just a theory. But I was like, it's interesting because we all are being forced to stare ourselves and it's exhausting. It is exhausting. I don't want to look Says at Says YouTubers. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we like, are filming ourselves. We're staring at ourselves all day. On that note, should we take a little break from ourselves? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, we're we'll talk about sick. brain fog in a bit. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here at Side Note, you know we are constantly talking about the climate crisis and how hard it can be to feel like you are making a difference. But thanks to today's sponsor, Ren, that's W-R-E-N, 
you can. You have to check it out. It's amazing. We love this website. It helps to calculate your carbon footprint, then offset it by funding projects that plant trees, protect rainforests, and more. Signing up to Ren is an easy way to start doing something about the climate crisis and would also be a really thoughtful gift for someone this year. It's simple and easy to use, and you're making a difference. I mean, come on, what more can you freaking want, okay? By answering a few questions about your lifestyle on Ren, you can find out your carbon footprint and how to reduce it. Unfortunately, no one can reduce their carbon footprint to zero, but this is a step in thine right direction. Once you sign up to make monthly contributions to offset your carbon footprint, you receive monthly updates from the tree planting, rainforest protection, and carbon removal projects that you support. You get to see where your money is actually going, which is very important. I love it because I can keep track of the trees I've planted and watch those babies grow. It will take a lot to end the climate crisis. We know that, but you can start helping today by learning more at ren.co and if you sign up with the referral code side note ren will plant 10 extra freaking trees in your name this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been listening to Side Note, you know here at this fine podcast that we love to talk about therapy. We're always bringing the new insights we learn from therapy to the pod. That's why today we want to talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with when under within under forty within under forty freaking hours. Yeah, I stuttered. It was that quick. <laughs> the canceling is done securely online and is available worldwide. Not only can you schedule weekly video or phone sessions, skipping the long commute and waiting room energy of the in-person therapy experience. But you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. BetterHelp lets you change counselors at any time, which is really important. It can be really annoying to find the right one for you. So you'll always get a great therapeutic match and it's more affordable than traditional online counseling with financial aid available. Just head to betterhelp.com slash side note to get 10% off your first month. That also helps the show by doing that and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash side note for 10% off your first freaking month. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Brain fog. The fog is coming over the hills. Um, do you have any experience <laughs> with brain fog? Or is like, yeah. Because you actually thought of this topic. Yeah. And I thought I wonder... this topic because I was reading about it, but also I feel... It's interesting because I think we're coming up on the holiday. I've gotten a lot of my work done and I just feel absolutely um, burnt out by our job. Mm. And I just feel like I have brain fog right now. And that's what made me start to get interested in it, read about it, and then be like, we should do a podcast on it. Yeah, I'd love to find out because I feel like the term, even looking up stuff around brain fog online and the science behind it is it's kind of, it's not that it's vague, but yeah, it's like, it's, it can mean a lot and yeah. different whether they're actually diagnosed disorders versus just like feeling kind of cloudy or foggy, like it's kind of this abstract concept that people with different problems can identify as brain fog. Yeah, a vague colloquial term <laughs> for when you feel scatterbrained and mentally impaired. <laughs> like I feel that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like it's hard. You're like, of course, this is hard to like study. But one thing I'll say just off the top is that there are experiences of brain fog that can be due to neuroimmune disease diseases like celiac diseases mm. um chronic fatigue syndrome if you have chemotherapy a specific side effect is brain fog okay. and 
even transitioning in menopause. Like, like I just want to first say before we get into yeah, more science for more, everyone yeah. that there are actually medical diagnosis for brain fog and the exact reason why we'll get into scientifically throughout this episode. But just know that like Mitch and I aren't saying we have like celiac disease and have brain fog. No, but I will say separately from you and I think it's different. I have had some pretty intense periods of my life with a kind of thing that I would identify as brain fog that, you know, mm. my, um, and I, I won't talk about it yet, but like my research or what I wanted to talk about was depersonalization and this idea of feeling like disassociated from yourself. And I have had that. Um, and now there's conversations around like COVID and its implications mm. on brain fog. Uh, my experiences have like been before COVID. So I don't think mine have come from that. I don't think I've had COVID. Uh, all I mean is like, I understand what you mean sometimes. And it's just like being exhausted and stuff. But I've also had this weirder thing where I'm not tired. I'm not necessarily overworked or stressed. And yet I feel disconnected from my own body and mind. Hmm. Yeah. And I've been there beside you while it's happening too. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa, okay, true. <laughs> so where do you think you fall on that spectrum? Like what does brain fog feel like to you? Okay. So the, the, the reason why I found this so fascinating was I don't think it's, it's like, controversial subject and then that's gonna be tense because it's a controversial subject because it's like i was sitting on the couch like i have brain fog i can't focus on anything i'm feeling insane i don't want to do anything and it just felt so foggy and I was just opening my phone refreshing like just being so i was like this is a weird feeling that happens to me only sometimes when i feel like i'm like completely like exhausted yeah but then in doing my research like scientific research it was all relating to inflammation in the the brain cytokines like interleukin one interleukin three literally these specific cytokines getting released in your brain causing the impaired cognition due to actual factors mm -hmm. like that like like something actually going on in your life yeah or, so like covid for example they again long covid is something that's very we talk about a lot on the show um we don't have enough information on it right now to really have like like concrete Con science yeah around. which is i know hard for people to hear but that's just how science works and the only reason they're saying it could like relate to brain fog is because they actually study that like through the olfactory mucosa in your nose there's a chance that the virus can actually like get through the vagal tract and increase cytokine release in your brain and hmm. there's ideas that like cytokine storms are part of the like reason people end up in the hospital when your body is going into this overload of cytokines mm. to try and to tr it's like the body quote unquote eating itself like it's like your immune system overworking and interleukin one and three can affect cognition and neuroinflammation against your brain so it's like okay that's the only way they're saying it could be related and that's an actual physiological pathway that when i'm sitting on the couch i'm like well, it's not that, you know well, what I, I mean? mean? Obviously, but it could be related to that. Like if you're having, I guess for you, maybe it's not stress related, but I'm saying it could be, maybe you're burnt out. It is the end of the year. You know what I mean? Like maybe you're exhausted. Maybe you don't have the resources to just go in and be super creative right now because mm -hmm. you're like tired. Yeah. And they were also an, an emotionally drained. Like they were saying that when they do studies on people, who have chemo or menopause or COVID, those are all situations that are emotionally draining. Right. So yeah. the brain fog, they're trying to find the physiological reasons in the brain, but who knows, right? Like maybe it is this feeling when you're emotionally drained and in no way am I comparing my life to that at all. Right. But I'm just like, okay, like that was kind of interesting that they were like, on top of all this, it could just be that all these situations are intense and then your brain 
essentially can't handle it. I thought the weirdest part about it, reading about it, was that it is very different from like being tired, right? Like you can have a brain fog and there's sort of cognitive, um, a cognitive decrease in a lot of ways for people. Hmm. So when people have brain fog, in most studies, they can they can actually experimentally show that their uh, cognition's maybe not as high or their reaction time or those kind of things. But, but they've the person, slept well or something? Yeah, or the not? person... I, it's not to say they've necessarily slept well because they might not be sleeping well and that might be part oh, of true. the problem. But it's not the same as feeling tired, right? Mm. Like somewhere I saw it described in a study, like not like it's being in a coma, but like being in a coma is not the same as being asleep, right? But it's like a cognitive uh, difference in your brain oh, versus going to sleep is a very <laughs> different thing. So a lot of people with brain fog have it and they're not like i need to go to bed necessarily or that i'm feeling fatigued uh. it's actually i just am feeling <laughs> cognitively impaired for a reason that is not clear i'm just thinking if it was a coma was the same as sleep we're like i'm tired put me in a coma like there'd be like <laughs> coma centers where you would go and just like really recharge but it's like no that is very different thing yeah yeah you're not yeah. really necessarily i don't know much about comas to be honest yeah. i'd actually be interesting to like do a video or even an episode on the comas yeah because it's like we experience them all the time in like every movie and tv show yeah. there's always a plot line where it's like oh just put them in a coma and have them like live out their fantasy that way or whatever yeah and so yeah there's induced comas well ready that down comas okay, yeah comas and hopefully wow. we don't like because sometimes we make asap science videos and every time we make the video what we're making the video about happens, happens to, to us, us. so yeah. hopefully <laughs> mitch and i both don't end up in comas for a week and then we come back and have a real good episode on it. yeah i will talk a little bit about my my experience with this depersonalization yeah stuff. do so it this it is was crazy. actually a few years ago maybe like longer now because the pandemic has skewed my perception of time it's probably like four years ago in a random February, I woke up one day and just felt so weird. Like I was disassociated from my body. Like it kind of felt like I was so aware that I'm a thing inside, trapped inside this body. And like my movements and stuff felt weird. Okay, that was weird, but I was like, maybe I'm sick. But then it lasted for like a month or two. Yeah, straight. and it was. And I remember like feeling like I was going to cry every day. It I started, was winter i just remember being because it was like yeah. constantly like vitamin d yeah <laughs> like, i kept i kept being like first i was like oh i just need to take advil maybe i'm like getting a headache then i was like maybe i should take allergy pills then i was like maybe i have a sleep disorder and i went and like did a bunch of sleep tests and then i was like maybe yeah maybe it's because it's the winter and i'm not getting vitamin d am i sick do i have a virus like i didn't understand i'd never felt that way ever in my life that was probably like the scariest sort of like health thing I've ever experienced chronically it, it has never come back t uh for that length like it probably lasted to like a month and a half but every now and then I'll have a day where it happens and what did, didn't you do things like you were like testing and like yeah I just feel like I went and got blood tests I went yeah. and got x-rays I went and got like all these things and nothing you know when you do that and like not nothing came up like there yeah. wasn't I was like there's a tumor in my brain I kept thinking all these crazy things because I was like Literally, that's what I want to talk about. So depersonalization is like the detachment with yourself, with your body, and like being, it says being a detached observer. A so detached like, observer. So like it really felt like I was something separate from my body <gasps> and I was like living in an existence that was like fake. Like it felt like I was what in a dream for a month and a half. Um, and <laughs> so like everything felt sort of weird and vague. Um and so when this happens chronically, it's known as derealization when you're like disassociated from your own body. Oh, 
Yeah, so depersonalization Wait, on a chronic basis is called derealization, oh, okay, which okay, is okay, in a Bo okay. Burnham song. So I suppose he's had experience with that as well. Um, oh yeah, derealization. No, what is it? It's like it's like derealization. I don't know when he says that. Wow, when you do it, it's so pretty. You were like, and I was like, derealization. Okay. Anyway, I was try- I'm trying really hard to think of when he says the word, but it's Having in that song. Having a derealization, and that is all <laughs> I know. Um, but it can happen to anyone in uh, non-conic situations, and often in studies they show it can be brought upon by anxiety or stress. Um, but chronic depersonalization is often more related to those people who have either severe trauma or prolonged stress and anxiety. I remember huh. thinking at that time, I, I didn't huh. feel overly stressed. Like, that is the thing I go to now because a lot of my life, I'll feel unwell or whatever. I'm having a weird physical experience and I go, okay, first thing I have to think about is, am I overstressed right now? Okay. I'm, oh, I'm going to... Uh, this is so personal. <laughs> we're, like on, we're on a podcast. I'm like, wow. How personal? I, you are... Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. What do you no, mean? No, 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 no. Like, four years ago, I noticed an issue with you're you're just such a different person. You're so much better at, <laughs> at accepting the fact that like, oh my god, how do I even say this? It's I'm like going to kill you. No, 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 no. Yeah, just like, and I'm gone. No, like you four years ago had a really hard time acknowledging that things were ever wrong. Okay. Like I think you like you've like self-identified as a perfectionist. You're so much better now. I think you were so stressed at the time of life. I remember I was so stressed. I'm like, uh, duh, we're stressed. This is so stressful. <laughs> so many stressful things were happening, but you were like, no, not like you were, mm. it was like you were, I, as a partner who was beside you all the time, I was like, he's denying how stressful this life is. Was like, Maybe. I'm just saying like, when you're thinking yeah. like, I wasn't actually stressed. Like you're now able yeah. to be like, acknowledge that saying that your life is stressful or that things are going wrong isn't doesn't mean you're a bad person oh yeah more than and you could four years ago to be honest i think, I think with a condition or a problem like that i've only now realized what chronic stress can do to me and that it doesn't mm. go away immediately so even mm. when you start like fixing or trying to get better it's like i think i was in the moment being like okay i'm gonna take time off and it wouldn't go away and then it made me realize mm. over time i've had more experience with stress and anxiety and been like that's not really how it works like you for myself anyway i really have to put in a lot of work to to get a good habit get good sleep schedules be physically active like all these things like is the, add up over months and months on top of fighting like stress and anxiety from work is this related to brain fog though like would they say depersonalization so depersonalization is, brain is a form of brain fog yeah so a oh. lot of people who have depersonalization describe it as brain fog because it feels like they're a little confused it feels like they are not in reality and so your cognition feels like heavily impaired like i remember i would sit down and try and work for an hour and be like i'm dizzy or i just feel like i'm not here i can't work so okay that, so i yeah. also have a question for you because like you always self-identify as someone who has a bad memory mm-hmm. and then when i was like one of the studies was about pregnant people and how like quote unquote pregnancy brain like people yeah. say that they are like forgetful and they were trying to be like is this brain fog can we diagnose it the way we would with someone who like has celiac disease and has brain fog due to inflammation in their brain yeah like and they actually found that they couldn't find many physiological markers and they their prediction was a it's something we tell pregnant people that 
you will forget things. And then B, it's such a traumatic, again, emotional thing to be going through. Mm -hmm. You're about to give birth. You're carrying life inside you. You are pregnant. Women are the most amazing things in the world. In my (laughs) opinion, like whenever I, you know what I mean? I'm like, it's the most unbelievable, incredible, challenging feat (laughs) of a human can do. And you know, for better or worse, or sadly, men, you never get to experience what it actually (laughs) feels like to like, really carry life um so i just think that also could be part of it you're just like viscerally like losing sleep mm-hmm. dealing with the cognitive idea of birthing something so anyways they weren't able to find the direct correlation but they did say that the reason they thought was because pregnant women sometimes say oh i'm forgetting i'm forgetting and you always talk about how you're forgetting things all the time and i'm like mm-hmm. is that brain fog like are you someone who you're like i'm dealing with brain fog like a lot I don't, uh, for me, I don't express like my forgetfulness as brain fog. Like it seems like a, it's, it maybe is related, but it's, it, for me, it was like a totally different sensation. Like I just generally am bad at remembering, but I but don't. But you remember feel- like your keys, like I'm forgetful. Like I just leave the house and you know, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot my mask and I have to like come home. Whereas you're, you don't forget things. You're just don't remember things the next day. <laughs> What's the like, just, I don't know. Is that maybe that's not? I, I forgetful is a triggering word for me because I feel like I am forgetful, but yeah. I remember everything. I think that that is just the difference between us. And I think you see me as extreme in some ways, but I think there are lots of people like me who, yeah, true. Um, maybe I don't. I don't exactly know why. I can remember things once I get a trigger point. Once no, you yeah, you're right. I know so many people who can like just kind of like forgetful. Yeah, but, and I know I'm not who... forgetful of because I'm anxious. I'll be like phone keys. Well, every time. Yeah. I do that. Okay. 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 But you. But. Yeah. But I also Im- implant those habits in my life because I find myself to be forgetful mm. if I don't. So that's why I do like the slap, 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 phone, wallet, keys, wallet, like phone, wallet, keys, mask. The slap, 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 <laughs> slap, slap. Yeah, no, so that's interesting. That. I slap my chest. I slap my both pockets and then put my hand in my jacket. <laughs> I just like you before you leave, just absolutely <laughs> slapping the like right red now. thighs. I'm like, whoa, boy. Okay, yeah. So, okay. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I just, you know, brain fog. I guess the more I was researching, I was like, maybe I don't have it. Maybe I'm just on my phone too much. Well, I think that's <laughs> the thing. And this this can be described as a symptom of many different problems. And some are probably way more severe. As you mentioned, even having a disease or chronic illness mm-hmm. can lead to this. And early Alzheimer's disease like can also like brain fog. Yeah, you have like a literal. Yeah. yeah. Some people go to the doctor with what they say is brain fog and then they get diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So it's like it's not something you should ignore. Yeah. And if you I feel mean, like you have it. Th- it like one thing that my study found was that soldiers have higher rates when they're training because they're sleep deprived, they're in going through starvation and stress. And so brain fog mm. is way more common. So as an anxious person, it almost makes more sense to me that I would have experienced it a lot in my life. Um, mm. The chronic part for me freaked me out, but maybe it was like, I did find out I have like partially a sleeping disorder in terms of like sleep apnea that I've had to like work really hard on sleeping well. Like sometimes now I have a little Fitbit it's like, you got five minutes of deep sleep. I'm like, okay, that is not good for me to know. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. But like, I feel it sometimes. No, but I, I try. Hashtag not sponsored. I'm like, I don't know if a Fitbit's good for you, man. No, because I, A, one, I also have an anxiety about my heart rate. So that's why I got this. Because I'm always like touching my pulse Well, my okay, neck. this is the thing with the Fitbit and relates to this. Like they, a lot of these brain fog studies, especially on the pregnant people, they're like, it's nocebo. It's like thinking you, think you, you have something. So, so it's like, uh, maybe the Fitbit's going to give you nocebo. Okay, that might be true. But what I will say <laughs> is what infuriates me most is when, and I'm not saying you're doing this right now, but obviously this idea of like psychosomatic, like giving yourself diseases yeah. or issues, that can totally be a real thing. Obviously, you can give yourself 
like placebo your way or nocebo your way into feeling something. Yeah. But I don't know. I think you also kind of have to like listen to people because a placebo is real. Oh, oh my God. I'm, no, I, I didn't mean to say that in general. I meant the Fitbit. Oh. I meant the Fitbit might nocebo you was my point. Not that you're Maybe. nocebo-ing yourself. I've, because <laughs> of that, I've tried to, I always try to evaluate how I'm feeling in the morning and only like have recently Before reading this. the Fitbit. Yeah, I go oh, like, do cool. I feel tired or not? Because I know it's very common. It's it's a conversation right now that people will use their apps to tell them how to feel, and it might mm-hmm. actually make them feel more tired. It is so wild that like placebo and nocebo are real. <laughs> yeah, we need to like, do a there's full so many studies that. that I I have read some placebo studies so deeply because I was like, this is annoying. Like this can't be real. It like, feels fake. And then you're they're like these weird double blind well done studies where you're like, what? Where it's like cured people of crazy and i'm like they just give them like magazine are you lying yeah we'll write it down as but it's also yeah but it's also overdone too like everyone's always like you're right everyone's always like because it's like relax it's it's pretty unbelievable yeah (laughs) sometimes and there's even studies where they told people it's a placebo and it still made them feel so much better or like i won't say cured but they come back and be like my back pain's gone even though i know what you gave me was fake Oh my god, now I'm writing down back pain. Oh wait, well we already did chiropractor, but it's similar. But like, there's so many controversial subjects and the facts can be tense. Yeah, well another thing I I used to describe my brain fog as an out-of-body experience, but doing research realized that is a completely other thing where people literally are like seeing their bodies. Oh my god, like their second life playing second life. They're playing GTA with themselves. Well, for some people it's either can be like extreme stress. Wait, are you serious? It's like Sims, like they're like, that's me getting out of bed and I'm looking at it as if I'm playing a video game. Like near-death experiences. Or sometimes when people are having sleep disorders or like in in the stages between sleep might actually feel like they're out of their body looking at themselves. Okay, now when I'm reading this freaking Brainscapes book, I'm like, that's totally possible. <laughs> like, literally, your brain is just a bunch of neurons perceiving things. Like, yeah. of course, that perception can be altered in a near-death experience or a coma or a brain injury or a weird sleep part. Yeah, something that always so messes with my mind is when you, and we probably talked about this before, it's just like you have to remember that your brain is actually not trying to see the world as it is like we can only interpret what our brain needs to interpret oh yeah there's uv light there's so many different wavelengths we just can't see because they're not relevant to us your brain isn't like an objective measuring tool for the world around it's literally only the it's only a measuring tool visually for the visual light spectrum which is relevant sliver of the electromagnetic spectrum like that is crazy also your brain like this is going back to the book but like if you look at something it focuses in on that specific thing. So if you mm-hmm. move your eye around, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm looking at that thing. But there still is the whole visual cortex around where your brain is focusing. Yeah. And they were like, if the visual cortex ex- itself in your brain, which is pretty efficient, would need to be at least 13 times bigger if your eyes were to take in everything equally. Say that again, sorry. I was only half listening because I was scrolling on my page. Say oh, the last part. Wow. Say the last part. Oh my God. I hope it made sense though. I don't know. Maybe it did. And I just say it one more time. Okay. So it's like, you know, when you focus in on something across mm-hmm. the wall yeah. <clears throat> and your eye, even reading a book, it has to focus as it moves along. Yes. The visual cortex, the back of your head, mm-hmm. they think physiologically, so you'd have to have a big mound of fucking skull and weird stuff back there would need to be 13 times bigger if your eyes were to take in everything equally oh, and wow. not focus on them. You didn't have, have, have the focusing capability that we have as humans. Yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. It would be crazy if you could focus on yeah. like, everything in your field of vision. But then, like, they were saying some animals kind of do. 
Oh wow! Or like there's just Have we all perceive forms. so differently as animals, yeah. but like ours is like a focal one. Yes, and it is true. It's like this is efficient. Like if I took this all in, I'd be like, oh my god, spotlight focus. I would be so distracted by whoever's outside. I mean that. Actually, I'm not going to get into this. Um, where should we go from here? Uh, Whatever you scrolled to, babes. Oh, I was just seeing what else I had written um, because there's also like cloudy consciousness which is like another form that is described as brain fog i would um, hope those are similar yeah i don't know there's <laughs> actually just i have of- cloudy consciousness <laughs> not brain fog <laughs> uh i'm trying to figure out what else i had about um did you d- do any more looking into the covid19 stuff well okay it's essentially when you get bad covid you can have an increase in a lot of inflammation Okay, so that's um, why they biochemical inflammation molecules in your body. Some of those pass the, bro- the blood-brain barrier. Mm. Physiologically, that will lead to cognitive impairments. We know this because part of getting COVID, and I think many people will have known this, is like you actually, you know, you see things. You, If it's really bad, you have really intense cognitive impairments. Some people like mm. see really awful things. Like it becomes a physiological and quite psychologically damaging disease so obviously there's things affecting your brain so mm-hmm. their whole thing about long covid there is no proof that in any way covid causes brain fog right it's right just now kind of like but they're looking anecdotal. at the pathways of the virus and what it does and thinking okay there's like there there could easily be something that in the future we'll know more about okay but there's no um proof and there are, as I said, interleukin-1, interleukin-3, cytokines, inflammatory factors that go into your brain if you've got bad COVID. And that's going to affect your brain and cause your brain to inflame, which Do you is, feel like leads to brain I'm fog. switching from COVID because I, I realized I asked you that, but you had kind of already answered it. Um, no, but it's good to know because it's what people talk about a lot. I'm curious, like, how you feel about your brain in general. Like, <laughs> it, it, I'm asking, like, not in, like, how intelligent you are or whatever, uh, but do you feel like your brain's just always cooperating you with you? And I don't mean psychologically. I mean, like, physically. Huh. Like, I would say for myself, to give the example, is I am I always feel like I'm fighting a battle with my brain. <laughs> like, because there's times when I'm just like, I my brain is way too physically exhausted or I have a headache or I wake up feeling like a little dizzy one day. Like I do feel like my brain, I'm like, ugh, what is wrong with it? Wow. But then when I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good. But I feel like, you know, within a week, a couple times in that week, I'm going to be like, oh, this is a brain day. This is a brain day where my brain is like impaired. Wow. But that's when I think maybe I do have like a problem with sleeping or something like that. That's like affecting me. So I love to sleep. I sleep a lot. And we have a very like privileged life in the sense that we don't we work from this dang house. I mean, in some ways we're trapped in, in a jail. But like we don't ever have to get up for a certain time. So I go to bed pretty early and I sleep as long as I feel like I need to mm-hmm. in most cases. So that was just sort of the sleep thing. Like I haven't had that. I don't ever feel like I'm deprived of sleep unless I'm drinking or I've done it to myself. And then right. I'm like, you did this to yourself and it kind of helps right. me. It makes sense. Because yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not going to like be mad at my brain. I'm like, mm-hmm. I did this. Even though we are technically the same thing. Now I'm having okay. a depersonalization. Ah! Okay. I just, I'm like, no, the brain is me. I am the brain. I am the brain. I know but that I'm the brain. are you? Because think of this. You probably don't know where every organ is in your body and yet your, your brain, brain does. Knows. Where did you read that? Did you just think of that? I saw it on TikTok. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, tattoo that on your damn body. If no, you thought isn't of that, it, that's so isn't interesting. Isn't it weird that like yeah. your brain com- understands where 
everything yeah. in your body is every neuron Wait, Mitch, that is that cell. is why you feel depersonalization i actually think i'm having a panic attack i'm like that is insane it's literally chatting to my pancreas all day i'm like where's my pancreas because it's literally like yeah that goes back to you i want to barf you actually not perceiving the world it's like your brains only lets you know your consciousness know what it needs to know <laughs> literally you're crazy i'm like yeah i'm actually fine with my brain but you're just actually asking amazing questions that are making me have a full fully be like no and now i'm like yeah of course oh my god i'm panicking okay another thing that's weird about this like was just like the touch like s1 part of our brain like thinking about our bodies is just like Every part of our body is like covered in skin. It's mm-hmm. like so weird. And then it's just like the eyes are weird. Like even I was reading oh. it, I was thinking about the eyes and eyes how they kind of well, like, cover there's a sliver and then all of a sudden there's just like this bulgy thing that yeah. like, eyes when you, are weird. isn't that weird? And it's just also like the skin closes and opens. And like after reading it, I kind of like looked around at a dinner and I was like, I had a weird moment of like we're all just fucking animals like, this is <laughs> because it's like you know what I mean like we're covered in skin and then there's just like slits these two fleshy eyeballs some holes for nostrils ears anus which develops first penis hole mouth but everything else is just right. like blanketed in this stuff that touches yeah so freaking weird okay so anyways I do really like my brain though I'm just like oh my god I'm really panicking <laughs> do you ever feel it's listening to me I have to separate. say I like, it. like you know I think it's um like men in black where there's a little alien inside the human Mitch do you ever I feel literally like that? don't but you're making me feel like I it right now feel and like now that. I'm panicking I'm like, and I'm like what even when I meditate sometimes I'm like there's there's like a couple different layers of voices like there's like the person that's like oh thinking, my god and then there's out. a voice that goes like okay you should stop thinking like turn your voice and then there's another one that goes like who's that who's, i know right Mitch, now? this is freaking me out <laughs> and i will say until you brought this freaking up i'm like no i've never thought of that i've always just been like yeah i'm my brain and now i'm fully dissociating i'm like what is happening right now i hate it i want to like men and block my brain and just never talk about this <laughs> I'm like everyone listening like I'm sorry I oh yeah hopefully no one else is having a panic attack no just, okay I'm just not, actually I will just say that like these are really cool things to think about um and in this moment I'm having it a hard a time freaky. saying that like I usually I'm fine <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I'm like I don't have the thing you have where and I and I live with you I watch you like you'll be like it's a bad day for for me and my separate brain or whatever whereas I'm just like oh okay like I I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I know. I think you're. I think is you're that? well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then the other thing I will say is also a marijuana. We talk about this all the time. In fact, marijuana. Well, don't you feel like it was like then? I use well, yeah. Could sponsor this <laughs> marijuana in general. The plant, like, reach out. We're really helping you stay alive. We are. But okay, I mean, I sometimes get really tired, and then I eat an edible, and then I'm like, boom, baby, I'm back, and I have like write and read and go but out I and explore so maybe okay. sorry maybe my brain fog i'm not allowing the real experience of it because i'm just eating an edible <laughs> no i don't i don't think that's what's happening okay okay just, that, you, maybe thought. you're fighting your tiredness but don't you when you're high sometimes i feel dissociated a little bit like but i accept yeah, it because i'm you're high. high even when i'm drinking alcohol i have that moment where mm-hmm. i'm like oh it's a i feel different like a different level of consciousness and i'm a little more aware that it's like oh that's I'm so separate from my fun body. that's like scary that but i often get panic attacks when i am high because mm. of that because i start to feel so separate from myself but don't you like the fact that you know you'll be sober again and it'll be fine or i guess no because even when you're sober sometimes you have it uh yeah i don't know the answer to that 
I don't ever think like, oh, I'll be fine later. I'm just like in the moment panicking. Huh. Uh, it's mostly alcohol doesn't do it as much. I don't panic because I'm, like you're inebriated in a different way. Yeah. But with like uh, marijuana, with marijuana huh? I definitely get really anxious and it spirals really And fast. it actually increased it like physiologically enhances your senses. Yeah. So it would make you feel even more dissociated by what you're listening to, touching, reading, watching. Yeah. I just find it's like I feel separate from myself, which when it's controlled and you've taken a drug, it's easier to accept. Yeah. But when that that happens to me sometimes when I'm just sober and then it is freakier because you're like, what did I, did I take a drug? Like sometimes I literally am like, oh my, I, this, okay, I'm obviously an anxious person. Okay. This podcast is like <laughs> about me, but like the amount of times I think, oh my God, I accidentally ate an edible. It's like pretty often. Wait, what? But it won't. It will only what do happen. You mean? Like there'll be moments when like, I'm like the crumb you ate of your pizza. Like, I don't know. I'll just be like, I'll start feeling weird and be like, <laughs> oh my god, what did I eat? Oh my god, oh something my I accidentally god. ate like had drugs in it, and I'm like absolutely getting high right now. And then I'll have a panic attack, and then I'll be like, oh my god, and then my feet will tingle, my hands will tingle. Oh my god, and then it will go away, and I'll be like, oh. Okay, I didn't. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. It's not wow. like amazing. I mean, okay, maybe it's not amazing, but that's like in I'm like, wow, that is like a cognition roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. So um that has never uh, happened to me. I'm always like, really? Oh yeah, I did eat an edible. Yeah, because you always have. So you're always like, Yes, <laughs> yeah. I did. No, I've never also had that funny, like, oh what? The brownies have marijuana at the party whoopsie too first. No, everyone has that story. Yeah, I've like, never I don't actually have that had that, but I'm my oh. greatest fear is that and that's I'm happened. Also always stoned at the party. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm already like, oh weird. Well, I already smoked dry. Doesn't matter. Um, uh, true. I feel like we should wrap it up. Yeah. Suffice to say, uh, yeah, I've experienced a lot of brain fog, and then now you and know about it. or what is it called? Derealization. Oh, I had maybe one experience with derealization that was extended. If I if I understand it properly, I don't want to self diagnose myself. Hmm. Like I've never, I did talk to her about my doctor then, but it was like she never said those words. Hmm. I just uh, reading about it was like I think that's what happened to me. Wow. And yeah, I don't really know if I have brain fog. I think I might just be addicted to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you brought this episode on. Yeah, I know. Like, well, I was like, it's like, it happens in people with celiac disease and autoimmune disorders. And I was like sitting there like scrolling on my phone like, oh, maybe what I have is literally like an addiction to TikTok. Yeah, your brain just might be exhausted. Yeah, it might be like, can you put down the, your little dopamine overload. Can you put down the TikTok? You need to stop scrolling and hearing like this. Yeah. And then I went, and then I went, and if you're going to let me down, like that's all I'm hearing. Like as I, oh my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, well, yeah. next week we're going to be talking about the freaking James Hub telescope. I'm so excited. Spoiler! Okay, well, thank you all for listening and watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Burp. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.